Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. If you are looking for a TradingView tutorial, then this is the one. Now, as you know, TradingView is an online charting platform that allows traders to share their ideas and insight with other traders worldwide. And it's also a super powerful tool for technical analysis, for bad testing strategies and even automated trading systems development. And you can use it on your desktop or mobile device wherever you are. However, it is also easy to get overwhelmed. Now, in this TradingView tutorial for beginners, I will show you a 10-step, step-by-step approach how you can become a TradingView expert in no time. I will not go over how to sign up because that is straightforward and I don't want to bore you. So let's just assume somehow magically you got to this page. So let's get started here. And again, we'll do it in 10 steps. So step number one is to decide what do you want to display? Do you want to display uh, candles versus bars or, or do you want to have a, a zone like I have here? And in order to do this, all you need to do is click right here on this symbol up here. And I'm going to do this really quick. So as you can see, super easy. You can switch from bars to candles if you want to, to hollow candles, to Heikenashi, a simple line chart, or what I like to do, an area chart. So as you can see, this is super easy, super simple. All right, you already mastered step number one. So let's talk about step number two. Some of the important settings that I think you should know. So you can either double click on the chart or you can just click on the symbol and then click on settings. So a few things that I like here, first of all, the appearance, if you don't like the white background and you would like to have a rather dark background, you see like this one here, you can do it. Now you have a black background. I mean, it's not for me, but some traders like the black background here. There's two more settings that I think are pretty cool. The first one is that you can show the events. Uh, if you want to see dividends, uh, splits, stock earnings on the chart, highly recommend that you check all of these boxes. And then there's one more cool thing under appearance. So under appearance, if you click there, you'll see that you can mark session breaks. Now this will be important when you're not trading on daily chart, when you're taking trading on intraday charts. Let me just show you what this does when you're enabling it. So if you click on session breaks and we enable those and you're switching to a smaller time frame than daily, and we'll talk about time frames here in a moment. So let's just say that we are switching to a 15 minute chart, then you will see these horizontal lines and these are the breaks. So you know that this is today's session, this is yesterday's trading session, and this is a session from three days ago. So this is, I think, pretty cool, pretty neat, especially when you're day trading so that you see where a session started and ended. We're making great progress. So let's talk about step number three. And step number three is also super easy. It is about the cursor type. This is something that you find here in the upper left. So what I like to use, I like to use these crosshairs. So let me just bring them up. You see, when using these crosshairs, I find it very easy to see what date I'm on and what price I'm on. However, this might drive you crazy. And I've seen that some traders 
prefer using here an arrow or a dot. So you can very quickly change it to arrow or dot. I personally prefer the crosshairs. I will also show you at the end of the session, if you stay to the end, how you can get the charts to look exactly like I do here. So if you're interested in this, just stick around. And you see, we're making great progress. We are already moving on to step number four. And step number four is about time frames. So right now I am looking at a daily chart and you see up here, you can select different time frames. So for example, you can select a five minute chart or you can select a daily chart. See, there's a lot of time frames that you can choose from. You should just decide what time frames are most important to you because these you can star as favorites. Now, what does this do when you're starring them as favorites? Let me just do it. As you can see, I have done it for five minutes and daily. I'm going to do this for a week here as well. And what happens when you start these as favorites, you have super quick access right here to a five minute chart, a daily chart and a weekly chart. So you see, you can very quickly toggle without going through this drop down. You can toggle here between five minute daily and weekly charts. Now let's talk about step number five. And step number five is all about scrolling. I'm going back to a daily chart here. And this is the, with the question, how do I go back? Well, if you left mouse click and hold the, the mouse click down, then you can just go back in time, as you can see. Now, if you use the scroll wheel on your mouse or you use two fingers on your trackpad, you can zoom out, as you can see here, or you can zoom in. So this is also super easy, very intuitive, but people ask me all the time, how do you zoom out and how do you zoom in? Well, now you know the trick. Let's move on to step number six. And this is about selecting symbols. Now, TradingView is really cool. See, you have the symbol selector in the upper left-hand corner here, but you don't have to click into this. You can just start entering a symbol anywhere on the chart. So you can right now, see, I don't, I'm not clicking anywhere and I can just say, for example, AAPL for Apple. So this way you can just click on Apple and it's right there. Or you can simply hit enter and I've selected AMC right now. If you don't know the symbol name and you just know the company, let's just say you want to look up Biogen Technologies and you do not know the symbol. It has a very powerful symbol search. When you enter the symbol, it shows you the BIIB, which is the one here at the NASDAQ. It also shows you a stock that is traded at the Bombay Stock Exchange. But anyhow, this is where you can simply select the one that you want. So super easy, super simple. You don't have to go anywhere. And the other thing is that you can not only look for stocks, but if you are interested in futures, you can do this cryptocurrencies, for example. Absolutely. You can look for whatever cryptocurrency you want. As an example, if you want to see how Dogecoin is doing right now, you simply click on Doge and the cryptocurrency. So as you can see, super easy. I personally like to leave it on all because this makes it super easy to find what you need. So let's jump back to Tesla here. Now let's actually go to step number seven. So let's talk about watch list and the right hand panel. So as you can see on the right hand side here, you can have a watch list or there's a bunch of other symbols that are right here. I just want to quickly go through the symbols because some of them might be useful. The ones that I like to use is, for example, this hot list and the hot list is this. 
symbol right here that looks a little bit like fire. What these hot lists do, it shows you the volume gainers today. See the volume gainers for today. So you see that AMC today is on fire again, up 18%. You also see that Wish is on fire. Clover is going down 2.5%. So these are the stocks with the highest volume today. Then you have it here for the percentage gainers. And you see, oh my gosh, there's a stock that is up right now, 119%. There's another stock that is up 37%. And then you have percentage losers here. Now, this might be helpful for you, or maybe you want to build a scanner, and I'll show you how to build a scanner towards the end of the video. However, the one that I use the most is the watch list. And if you're clicking on the top symbol right here, it is bringing up a watch list. As you can see, I do have here a watch list for the newsletter that I'm doing every day for the PowerX strategy and also for the strategy of the wheel strategy. Adding something to the watch list is super easy and super simple. There is a plus in the upper right hand corner that you can click to enter a symbol. Now today I entered a trade for JWN, which is Nordstrom. So I want to make sure that I have this in my watch list. So I'm adding it. What it does, it adds it automatically at the very, very end of the watch list. And here now I can move it manually by dragging and dropping it to the wheel strategy because this has been a trade according to the wheel strategy. So let me do this really quick. All I need to do is JWN, click on it, hold it, and then I can move it up right here. So as you can see, super easy, super simple. If you want, you can have certain advanced views. You can import and export the list. For me, that's all I need to do here. With the watch list, I highly recommend that you do have a watch list because then it makes it very easy to check your positions for today. For example, to see how my PowerX positions are doing here today. So they are doing quite okay. You see, click, 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 super easy. So this way you don't have to remember the symbols. Step number eight of step number 10 on how you become a pro. And yes, I know that I'm going quickly, but that is the cool thing. You can always stop the video, rewind the video, watch it again if you missed any of these things. So right now, step number eight, I want to talk about drawing tools and the drawing tools are here on the left hand side. And these drawing tools are super powerful. And I want to show you the ones that I like the most. You can explore all of the drawing tools, but uh, the one that I like the most are trend lines and support and resistance lines. So let me just show you. You can, for example, uh, select a trend line here and then uh, very easy and very quickly draw a trend line wherever you think the trend is. As you can see, I'm just drawing it like this. Probably not the best trend line here, but you get the idea. Let me just draw another one uh, just down here. So then we have an uptrend. See, pretty cool. Now, let me just show you something really, really cool that applies to all drawing tools. If you're clicking on the settings right here, see whenever you have a drawing tool, there's a little settings button coming up. When you do this, you can customize the drawing tool where, for example, you can say, okay, do you want the line to be red or do you want it to be blue or do you want to have it? What color do you prefer? You can also define of how big this line is supposed to be. So as you can see, I'm going here for a very big line. You can go for a smaller line. If I move this a little bit out of the way, you see how the trend line changes here according to the width. Now, I always like to have really big and bold trend lines here so that I can easily see them. 
Now uh, let's just go out of here. And again, once you have customized it, it'll remember it forever. I want to go to JWN and show you actually the second trend line that I like to see, which is a horizontal line. So I like to uh, really plot horizontal lines here on my chart. This really gives me support and resistance. Now you can try to really hit exactly where you want to plot it or even cooler, you can just double click on it or go on the properties and type in the coordinates where you want to have it. For example, for JWN, this morning I sold a put with a strike price of 32.50. So I'm entering 32.50 here and the trend line automatically jumps down to this point. Now I also like to have a text on my trend line here so that I know what did I do. And this is where I simply say that I sold the strike price of 32.50. And again, all of this is super customizable so you can have uh, the text alignment at the bottom or you could say you want to have this in the center in the middle or on top so you get the idea it's super easy to mark the charts any way you want these are the main lines that i use there's of course you can use here pitchforks gan boxes pitch fans fibonacci retracements so if you like the idea of fibonacci retracements you can draw those on the chart anywhere you want i'm not the biggest fan i don't know exactly how to use them and that is okay but as you can see, there's lots and lots and lots of tools that are available. Now, one of the tools that I really like is this ruler here. So this ruler actually shows you how big of a drop a stock has made. Let me show you how to use it. When you're clicking on the ruler, all you need to do is define a starting point, for example, right up here, and then define an end point. For example, this one here has been a drop of 25%. It's really super easy to see right here, a drop of 25% and it lasted five bars and five bars in this case would be seven calendar days. So this is something that I'll use often to see how much did a stock rise or how much did it go down. So that's a tool that I really like to use. Now, let me just show you one last thing. If you have drawn a lot of trend lines, let's say I have a trend line here, Let's say I have drawn another vertical line, maybe here. Yeah, so you get the idea. And now my chart is all cluttered. You will see that on the left-hand side right here, there's a little eye. And what this eye does, it hides all of the stuff that you draw on the chart. So all of the drawings will be hidden now with this eye when you're clicking it. Then, as you can see, now it's active. When you click it again, it all comes back. Final thing regarding drawing tools, because this is also super, super important. And then we move on to step number 10. If, for example, you don't want to see those on smaller time frame, you can say that this trend line, for example, only applies to a daily chart. So therefore, I don't want to see it on a second chart, a minute chart, an hour chart, a weekly chart, a monthly chart and on ranges. So you can only say that this way you will only see it on a daily chart. So that is pretty cool. If you're toggling between different time frames here, you can say this is only valid for a five minute chart, for an hourly chart or for a daily chart. You get the idea. OK, let me just remove these trend lines here and now Let's move on to step number nine. And step number nine is all about indicators. Now, I love using indicators. As you can see at the bottom here, I have three different indicators. It is the RSI, Stochastics and MACD. And again, in a little bit, I'll show you exactly how to set up the charts the way how I have it. If you're interested in this, 
So I'll point you there in the right direction. If you want to bring up any indicators and if you like indicators like I do, you see that there is actually this little FX and it says indicators and you can simply click on indicators. When you do, you will see that first of all, there is a ton of indicators built in. These are hundreds of indicators that are built in and you can very simply look for the indicator that you want to bring up. For example, let's say you want to bring up the Bollinger Bands. So here we go. These are the Bollinger Bands. I'm adding them to the chart. Now, very easily also, you can adjust the Bollinger Bands with the settings. So instead of using a time frame a length of 20, you can use a 12 and 2, for example, and you can adjust the style in the same way as you saw it previously. So the basis, you can, for example, say this. This is okay, so we can leave this aligned. Let's say we want to make the upper band a little bit bigger and we want to make the lower band a little bit bigger. You can very easily customize it as you can see. Super, super easy. Now also, it's super easy for others to build indicators and to share it with you. And you will see if you click on indicators that there is a public library of a bunch of indicators that others built for you. For example, there's a squeeze momentum indicator that has been built by Lazy Bear and all of these are, they're sorted by like. So you can like an indicator. For example, if you like the idea of adding the ADX and DI or I don't know, there's a Bollinger and RSI double strategy, whatever you want to do, you can do this. So again, you have the standard indicators and then you have indicators that are built by other users and you can very easily customize these indicators. Step number 10. Let me show you another function that I use a lot and these are alerts. So you can set an alert as you can see here for any symbol you want. This is very powerful. All you need to do is you click at the top left here or the top right basically on alert and this is where you say okay you want to have the condition if for example JWN which here is Nordstrom crossing a certain value or let me just show you what else you can do. You can, for example, crossing, crossing up, crossing down, greater than entering a channel, exiting a channel is inside a channel is outside of a channel. So you see there's lots of possibilities here. Instead of just going for a value, you can also go for an indicator. So for example, if it crosses above a five day moving average or if it closes outside the Bollinger Bands, then you want to have an alarm. Now for me personally, this is super powerful, especially for the PowerX strategy. This is where PowerX Optimizer, the tool that I use, tells you when you should enter. So always say when it is crossing a certain value. Now you can say, should it just beep only once the first time it does it or should it do it all the time? Only do it once and the expiration date I usually set by the end of the day because I'm not interested if it does it tomorrow or the day after. So all I like to do here is basically do it for today. You see that there are alerts actions you can notify on the app, show a pop-up, send an email, do some sort of webhook URL, which I do not know what that is and it doesn't really matter. And you can type in any message you want. So for example, you could say JWN crossing above 34.24. Okay, and then you could say by call option and you can set the alert. So super easy, super simple. This is it in a nutshell. Now you are a pro when it comes to using TradingView because honestly, this is all you need. Play around with it. You will see it's a super powerful software. If you're new to this, I hope it helps. Now I promise that I will show you 
another two videos. So first of all, TradingView also have a, has a very powerful screener built in. So let me just show you at the bottom here, you see you can define stock screeners that when stocks meet certain criteria, that they are popping up on your list here with the values that you want. So I did a video on this and I will link to this here in just a moment so that you can also use the stock scanner as well as a video that shows you exactly how to set up the charts in such a way that I do with the RSI, with the stochastics, with the MACD, so that I can identify the best opportunities according to the PowerX analyzer. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time and I'll talk to you soon.